from Montana to Mexico, Texas to Tajikistan, Alaska to Asia, Colorado to Canada, Rolling Bones Outdoors presents Hunt the World. Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. Welcome to the Bone Cave. I got uh, Brad Dana, hashtag 393 across the table from me. Bleep to the left of me. And the mountain man, Brian Martin, likes to be in his own tent by himself with... Uh, I can go either way. Asian music all day long, Martin. What do you think? Uh, more no, like, he's got me lured in. More like pop con. music. Pop music, a little bit of old rock and pot? roll. Pop. Pot? P-O-T? I don't need pot. Remember back when pot was something you cooked with? It wasn't something you smoked? So anyway... Little Merle Haggard there, just referencing his uh, before Coke was still cola and a joint was a bad place to be. When a Ford and a Chevy, did you know that he got in trouble for that because Dodge wanted him then to say and a Dodge. So later, when he would be in uh, um, in his uh, concert concerts, thank you, he would always say and, and Dodge. Wow. So is that yeah. Oki from Muskogee? Is yeah, that the song? Uh, that's that's the album. A- album. That's the album. Album. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you don't want to so, play favorites. Yep. It might be Oki from Muskogee. Nah, is that the song? No, I don't think so. I don't know. Somebody I, I, knows. Just I'm not a song man. guy, but that doesn't know. sound Send right. It to us. A coke. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we've digressed already. Holy smokes, we can chase rabbits when Brad Dana's on this thing. No. I'm that was teasing. bleep. <laughs> it was bleep. It wasn't even. That, I did. Yeah. Was I was. You know just, what? That's actually. I was being an impartial observer. I, I get emails from you today. <laughs> Let's keep this on the rails. Tell them what we're going to tell them. Tell them why we tell them what we're going to tell them. To remind them what we're going to tell them. And okay. let's get let's make sure our narrative is right to our audience. And then you just threw the okay from Muskogee. Right. We don't even okay. know what you're talking yeah, about, man. That's you know that song. I'd rather be okay from Muskogee. No, it's not. So so um, all right. Uh, I'll think of the one I'll, here. In a I'll second. mute my. <laughs> so anyway, thanks for joining us today, and welcome to the Bone Cave. I'm Brian Maiman, and uh, I'm here with these great gentlemen, and we're going to bring you uh, a, a fun one today, a fun one. I think they're all fun because it's hard for us not to have fun ones. Hey, we're going to talk today about MSR, Polaris, and Primus. Optimus. Prim- Primus. Primus. Oh, Optimus I thought it said Polaris on your... Uh, on mine's an Optimus Polaris. His his other one that uh, oh, Saku sent back that Optimus, I had trouble with mine's a Primus was a Primus. Omni Omnilight. Omni, Omni something. Oh, Omnilight okay. So Primus, Polaris... Those are you, like had, the, you had an MSR Whisper Light International. Yeah, those so are like the three, three big, big ones. multi-fuel ones. So it's and like Chevy, Ford, and You had, a, you had like a pocket rocket or something. It's definitely not like a dang Nissan truck. I can tell you that. That's more like a... Like well, a the German lantern. I, I know that Primus is, I believe, German, and I think uh, I think your Optimus might be European also. MSR is American, 100%. American. Cascade Designs, all that. So, so here's what happened. Okay, we're getting ready. We're going to Kotzebue. We're going to do. Um, we're going to check out uh, a new adventure for our guys. And it's not like we haven't done these drop trips before. We're just we're confirming a couple things in an area with a uh, with a transporter and want to make sure it's everything they say it's going to be because that's what we do, right? So anyway, I'm getting ready, and I'm like, I need an MSR stove because I want one anyway. And I have um, I have the, uh, jet the, boil. the jet boils, right? And that's what I've been using, but I wanted a stove. And so I uh, had to make a run to Billings for my other business, and I saw an REI, and an I haven't been able to get one around here, and I wanted to buy one where I could look at it. You know what I'm saying? Right. You want to so, touch it, feel it, see it. Yeah. So I went into uh, 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 REI 
picked one up, and then I sent the guys a text and said, hey, I'd like to run this and get it started. And, of course, Brian the Gearman Martin, he brings in a whole – I got another one in my truck, too, to bring some more stuff in. <laughs> he brings this whole container in, right, a uh, plastic container full of all these things. He's like, I'll show you, blah, 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 blah. I know how these work great. No problem. Let's do it. And then Brad texts back and says, well, I just got a new – which one? I want to Optimus Plur. I, I had the one that you bought, yeah, but, you but I lost it. it. And I have so – I almost – Ultimately, you didn't I have it. I almost <laughs> bought the same one because I got all the repair kits. I got all the stuff for it. So you ultimately like, didn't have it, so you just got a different one. I'm like – But yours is better one. for what you're doing. Yeah. No, his is really good. I'm I'm impressed, especially with that little doodaddy. It's rated that, four point eight on Amazon, which is super high. Anything over four point three or what's 4. The MSR 5? rated four? I didn't check that one. I'll have to check. So it's anyway, going to be way over four. It'd be between four. So we got in here on Sunday, and uh, we needed to confirm one of our rifles and go shoot it anyway. So we got in here on Sunday, and uh, you guys can tell the story. We got all of our little stoves out, and we probably should have set a table up outside. No, but I want to show you why you don't want to do it inside. <laughs> <laughs> but we did it on a fairly non-flammable surface. If we would have been, gas if we would have been in a tent, we would have been sitting. You could have yeah, burned a hole I've, around I've had an issue in a tent a couple times with that. It's not a perfect stove for inside lightning, but it heats the tent up really nicely. Well, you know that's where the jet boils yeah, and stuff are safe. where it burns it down. Jet boils aren't known for blowing stuff up, but white gas and, and av gas and stuff – if you if that starts leaking out or you have a leak between your stove and pump junction and you don't realize it, yeah, bad problem. That's why you always light them outside. And if you want to bring them into the in the vestibule, make sure there's no footprint in the vestibule so it's not sitting on nylon, and um, make sure that the fire the stove is stable and not leaking. And then I've never had a problem. But you I make have sure had, you don't get too dang much gas in the hopper because it goes. Well, that's okay. High. That's why you bur- you, bur- you you light it outside. We'll light it outside. So first. explain the lighting though that you showed. Well, then why did we light it inside? Because we had because, a damn fire. Because we didn't have a we didn't a have a tent there, and we had ten foot ceilings. <laughs> because in a vestibule, you have two feet nylon, and it's not a good situation. I mean, here if you had to, you got a door you can run out and throw it out. But normally, you just let it burn out because it's not leaking, and you can see that it's not leaking. But a lot of times you're doing stuff at night with your headlamp in the tent. And you it can't is see called what's a pocket on. rocket. Yours is said, that little, little stove. Is a pocket yeah, yeah. Rocket. yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so 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 not to be confused with pocket pool, but it is a pocket rocket. So then let's hit, let's. So you guys set up these stoves. Yeah, side we by set up all the stoves. We set them up on the, side on, on the gun bench because they all use the same fuel container, which uh, is a tw- thirty ounce, twenty ounce, well, and the, a ten. There's, uh, there's there's three sizes. You can get a ten, eleven ouncer. You get the 22-ouncer, and then you get the 33-ouncer, which is a liter. And what were you trying to determine? We're just comparing. We we basically, we had three of the top stoves, and I think we just compared. So I went with the one, because I couldn't find one. You have a true multi-fuel stove. Yeah. So, which is, I mean, you could burn diesel and kerosene in these. I don't recommend it. The only one I would really burn diesel or kerosene in probably is the MSR XGK, but it, it has one speed, which is wide open. It sounds like a jet engine. Oh my. And I've done it before, but really, mostly stoves are better with white gas, av gas, or like unleaded gas. Mm-hmm. Like that MSR, it's got three little pids that you can run through for different fuel. The one I have has one. It's a universal. One of my deciding factors was now that I need readers, it's a pain in the butt because those little, uh, like the, they have a little code, the UG for unleaded gas, and there's K or UK or something for yeah. kerosene. Kerosene. And, 
So you're dependent upon your readers. This one has a single. It's, so but, it's, and it's probably a compromise because I bet it doesn't do them all because I haven't run much well, it'll do. It it'll do the, the jet will do any of the gases. So if you have unleaded gas, white gas, or av gas, it's fine. And I do not recommend burning kerosene or diesel. That's like a last minute. That's like the Batan death march. you got to eat because you haven't killed the duck for a week. You don't do kerosene and diesel because it smokes and it clogs things. It's not really designed for it. it works, that stuff works It's an emergency. Yeah, and it burns hot enough, but it's, it's, it is it's is a hassle. Trust me, I've done it. I just did it to see what would happen. I, I don't recommend it. Mm. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, like driving on slick slick tires on black ice. You know what's going to happen. You're, you're going to probably put her in the ditch. And um, so I recommend, and so Brad Stove also can use an isobutene canister. And yours yours was called what? The Optimus Polaris. Yeah, I'm just letting the, the oh, listeners know yeah. what it was, right? And it's better than I have the Primus um, Omnifuel. It's but you've used, you've used the uh, the one that Brian has more than Well, well the reason I use those almost is they're simple. And, I, and, when I, and when mine I tr- is the MSR Whisperlite. Whisperlite International. <laughs> International. Yeah. And then, the, 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 so MSR makes one similar to Brad's, except it doesn't burn the isobutene. It's called the Dragonfly. And it's a good, because it, like Brad stove will simmer. It'll turn it down and it turns it up. So you have two valves, one that turns the tank on and one that adjusts the fuel to the stove. And like Brian's, which is MSR Westworld International, it doesn't really have a simmer mode. It's pretty much on. If you want it to not cook as much, you just don't pump it up after five or ten minutes and it will be less pressure. So Brad's Optimus Polaris OptiFuel stove. It's about $170. It has 133 reviews on Amazon Prime and it's a five-star. Yeah, well, um, it's actually 4.8 if you actually go down and look at the exact rating because that's a rough rating. So when you go down and look at the final reviews, it tells you the overall rating is 4.8, which is phenomenally high. Generally, if you can get anything above 4.5, it's 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 exceptionally good. Well, a couple of reasons that I switched, even though I have all the other stuff. One was it had the universal PID. Two was that it, you could easily clip it onto an isopropane canister and run it that way, uh-huh. which is super nice. I'd rather run the canisters if I could. They're yeah. safer, but when you fly internationally, right. you can't take canisters. And the big one is this one has a, it's an all steel, that valve is all steel instead of plastic like the MSR. But there are, there inside there's going to be plastic parts and rubber O-rings. And so, I mean, they all have their shortcomings. Yeah. Well, the pocket yeah. rocket gets a 4.9 out of 5 with 2,795. Yeah, it's because it's dummy proof. It's either, it's super, I mean, if you can't figure out the pocket rocket, right, there's no <laughs> yeah. way you're going to get a driver's license. <laughs> I mean, so there's no chance. How do they know you, you just as well dummy. start rubbing two sticks so together. If you, can't, huh? if you can't, there's definitely no way you can vote if you can't run the pocket rocket. Zero. <laughs> Zero chance. That so should that be should a, be a voting criteria. criteria. If you blow up your house with a pocket rocket, no voting ID. Forget it. You're done. <laughs> Oh, uh, that little that that little uh, um, that little Sea to Summit uh, packet I got it has a five star rating with the Sea to Summit what um, the pot the titanium oh pot. yeah 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 that's so, I like your pot <laughs> that's <laughs> that sounded weird so um, but the pocket rocket's a nice little thing you throw in your pack but the problem is it doesn't have a windscreen and so if you're cooking with something um, that's where the that's where the MSR wind stove. And Brad and your guys' uh, well, they have jet the, boils, they have a They have the windscreen. exact same windscreen. They were built in the same factory, probably. The windscreens and the yeah. little um, base for it that you burned them on. Yeah, they're very similar. But so 
Um, so the windscreen we're talking about now is a fold-out aluminum windscreen that comes with your MSR Whisper Light International. And that wraps between, it, wraps, it sets on the ground, it makes a circle, has a cutout for your, um, your valve mm -hmm. and, your, and, your, and, and your cable where the fuel the, comes in. The Whisper Light um, International Multi-Fuel has 337 and it gets a 4.8 also. Oh, it's good. I mean, for what it's intended to, it's, 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 so it's, it's, if I got to go to a cra crappy country and I have to teach somebody else how to use a stove and might leave it for them, I'll take the Whisper Light well, International. It's funny because yours got returned to you because they couldn't get it that to run properly. That wasn't a Whisper properly. Light International. No, no, no. You're oh, yeah. Primus. But yeah. even though it was having trouble, it wasn't because it was having actually trouble. The pump, actually, the pump was also not. That's why I had two pumps. The one pump wasn't working. But right. here's what I would like everybody to know. Honestly, they all three worked super well. Yeah. Uh, and and they all heated but super fast until you Brad, get cold weather. Brad's was, in my opinion, marginally the same as the Whisper Light until he threw his little forty dollar um, adapter on it, and it became a it's entirely a, it's, different. It's called burn. a quiet stove, yeah. quiet cat. Quiet cat. So mine's loud. Mine's super super loud. It's just like most a, of your multi fuel stoves yeah. are louder. But I, I bought a little adapter, and you can slip the top off and put this little adapter on and it's it's a game changer. And it dissipates the flame a little bit better. Yeah. It it absolutely dissipated everything and It's heavier it, though. That it, little thing is like a couple oh ounces. Oh gosh, way heavier. But what it really did was it made it so easy to regulate yeah. the, the burner yeah. and to cook with. It 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 was a game changer. That's, that 2 ounces was made And that's that honestly thing. I don't see many new things. But that's the first time I'd seen that. Yeah, it's really nice. I like it a you lot. Know, when you say you thought you seen everything, find out I, hadn't, we like I hadn't seen the quiet cat. Yeah. I always thought cats screamed were loud. I, I texted oh. you that one for your Primus. Did you get it ordered? I ordered it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know yeah, no, it's because they don't have them for the MSR. Well, the MSR. So well, that's MSR that's, is that's different. A different. It's, it's a got a different. Everything's yeah. built in. It's the MSR International's dummy proof. I mean, that's what you take because you can shake it a little bit and clean stuff off. Once you get these other ones and they get clogged. You have to use a little, like a little wire thing to clean them out, and you got to take them apart. They're just not as simple. So for a guy as a personal stove, um, you know, Brad's stove is probably the best one I've used that burns white gas, and it can burn, you know, car gas. So when I travel around the world, I take two new canisters, empty. I wrap them in, in black um, Gorilla tape or duct tape because uh, somebody who sees that and says fuel on it, right hazard, they don't, most people aren't smart enough to know that that's basically a water bottle that's painted red. It's the same thing. Your water bottles and all that are the same. So that way they don't see that it's fuel. You make sure if you ever used it before, you wash it in the dishwasher or wash it in hot soap and water. I prefer to take new ones. And then I take my stove and everything. And, I, and if I really worried about it, I actually take one of those things on me as a carry-on, as a water bottle. And this keep is an empty water bottle. That way they'll never take your stove. Because you go to some crappy old country that doesn't have these things, you know, you're not going to be able to get, and you have to have the right threads. Right. You can use a Coke bottle or a whiskey bottle, whatever, to carry fuel in, but you can't use anything else to, to, to pressure sit the it up. valve in and You got to pressure it up. So you have to have one of those. Otherwise, these, these stoves yeah, are useless. Or you're out. You're, you're, they're, they're, they're a non entity. But the nice thing is, I can land somewhere in the world and I can take everything with me other than fresh food. And I, I, I can be self-sufficient. I get fuel. Yeah, and somebody you get, And you, you kill get, a sheep, you're cooking Somebody's a sheep. got a five-gallon jerry can for filling the, the airplane or the Jeep, and, you, you know, you fill it up. And so the thing is, when you're doing this, too, you've got to figure out how much fuel you're going to need. Are you a guy who drinks coffee every day and tea? Yes. Are you going to be melting snow? If you're melting snow, I multiply the fuel usage by three. 
So in case, instead of a week with a 22-ounce bottle, it'll be two and a half days. You know, that's a really good point. I like that. So, and if you're going to a guy who's going to have a lot of more coffee and have your top ramen or whatever cup of noodle at lunch, you're going to probably double your fuel burn. If all you're going to do is boil oatmeal water and boil Mountain House, for sure, a one 22-ounce bottle will last a week for two guys. But I also like to take two bottles in case one gets dented or whatever. So I, a lot of times I'll cook with 11-ouncer and then have another 11-ouncer as a backup. Because I have had stuff leak, and then it leaks out, and then you don't have anything if you got one big bottle. Starbucks has got bulk instant coffee they sell in oh, a yeah. big Oh, yeah, and so does Folders does, and but and the Starbucks is nice yeah. if you want to support yeah. them. Yeah, that's what I always found the Jet Boil perfect for. It. The Jet Boil is still the perfect apple. Because I don't like putting coffee in the pot. Yeah, I don't it, either. It, it, so it I, have a, I have my yeah. black Jet Boil. That's what I did with that. I had a separate one with the black sleeve on it. Yep. That's and I have I my have. French press in that because I. that's the other way. I'd bring real coffee. Is that close coffee. to the bench press? The French press, yeah. Because I'm a coffee guy. I, I need my coffee. But most I, of the time, I, I recommend mind. instant coffees. What I really need is caffeine. That's what I go with through the withdrawal because I'm so hooked up to it. Diet Mountain Dews, you know, uh, Coke Zeros. And, and, yeah. um, you know, I'm, I'm into caffeine all day long. I'm not as big as coffee drinker as Brad. I have a cup and a half in the morning and then I'm done. But between tea and everything yeah, else, you get you plenty of caffeine. It. All of a sudden, at 4 o'clock on the third day of a sheep hunt and you haven't had any caffeine, your, your body's going, Your head hey, is hey, exploding. You, you can't even think about sheep hunting. No, you're like, your body's you're going, hey, brother, what's, what's going on? You're forgetting something here. And so, I, I, you know what else I like to take? Not, not that this needs to be a, about what you take, but when you're talking about cooking with these stoves, I like to take the uh, um, Crystal Light Packs, sugar-free Crystal Light with caffeine. And you can do that, but you're always better off taking something like a wilderness athlete or energy emergency or those kind of things because the aspartame and the crystal light will get you jittery after a few days. What it dehydrates I, you a little bit. Tang. Hot tang is one of the best things in the mountain ever. Oh, we always so those used to jet drink oils, it. man, to take some hot tang. We used to sometimes just take Gatorade. The nice thing about crystal light doesn't weigh anything, but you're better off with some of the emergency packets or yeah. some of these new, like I like the nuns, N-U-N-Ns, right? You do. Yeah, not a real nun, but a nun tablet. Do but you, do you, Brad? Do you ever use the pour over kind of coffee, or are you just in the French press? You know, well, I've on my on my jet boil, I have a French press, and it takes up no room. There's oh. a little, it's, it's a little sleeve, and it fits. Wondering about it's super. Con- it's, it's, it's it's a nice little system. It works really it's well. It's a yuppie edition, and then there's a little. What hand they did that, is they made it for yuppie snobs, and <laughs> it, it literally fits right in there. And well, you just, well, if I remember right, both you, Brian and Brad, are kind of coffee. Um, I, I need. I I, I drink. I, I drink I, sixteen. You, you like good needs, coffee. Let's put it that way. You like good. I coffee. do like good coffee. That's why I take. I I, I take Pike Place Instant because yeah. I don't mind that big bold flavor and it wakes me up. Mm-hmm. And I don't need the French press now. I don't mind good cowboy coffee if the guy has cowboy coffee and he can make it. I'll drink any kind of coffee. Well, you can just boil it, well, and then at the end you put a little I cold water. I probably have. I have probably have a hundred packs of the Via too because it's super easy. You mm-hmm. boil water, mm-hmm. throw it in your yep. cup. So I, I, I also I have a system. I like an insulated cup. I don't like my coffee. Co- I like it at the temperature. I like it. So I bring. I have a light one that goes in. In the backcountry with me because I like it. Plastic insulated. So now you know why we're testing these stoves out because we like to heat shit up. I will tell you this. If you're on a wilderness hunt, when you can have a few comforts at home, it mentally checks you. It's like a chiropractic adjustment where it resets you. And if you can make a coffee, you know, I like taking, I like those little sting, uh, stinger wafers. Honey stingers. Honey stingers. Yeah. And, and I like Well, who those. doesn't like them? They're sugar. Um, they're yeah. Just, but like, you're burning, you're burning <laughs> calories like crazy on the mountain yeah. just to stay alive because you're in this cold weather. The, and, and you know what else I take? I, I take combos. Hmm. 
and, and everybody fucking yeah. loves them. And they're like, so whoa, tell, whoa, 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 hey, Rambo. tell tell people what they are because most people they might not those know. Those like the pretzel thing. Yeah, they're like the pretzels, oh, yeah. and you those get cheese, yes, you yeah. get, peanut the, butter, peanut you get, butter. You can do the pepperonis. You can do the zesta they're, Italian. They're super nice on yeah. the. Yeah, I, I can see that. And a little salt on the yep, outside too. And I sit down and I open them up, and people are like. What you got there? And you and they're they're good. Yeah. They're, they're better for you than food. gummy bears. You're way better than gummy bears. I have some dehydrated whole whipping cream too. I tried. It's not it's mm. not lights out, but it's. Mm. Yeah. I, I tried it too. It's mm. like it doesn't dissolve perfectly, mm. but yeah. sometimes I'll like. Eh, I'll it's like the dehydrated it. ice cream. Yeah. Yeah, so but ice cream. There's nothing. There's no bad ice cream, is there? <laughs> I don't, so I'm this not is not the same whipping cream you'd find beside somebody's bed stand. Uh. So on this great stove experiment of you guys, explain the, 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 the reason why the ceiling in here is singed like it is. So, so Brian. It's not so singed. I'm it didn't get 10 feet high. No, but so in, in a nutshell. <laughs> no, I'm six, and it was four <laughs> over my so head. You're last turning night, around and look. You I, look. Yeah. Well, here's why, I believe. I did turn around because I needed a reference how high it went because he goes, it wasn't 10 feet. But I'm so I'm a so solid six three six four, and that shit was three feet over my head. So maybe not ten, but it was nine foot well, seven inches. Last night, my annealer, the the cord, uh, the the hose for my annealer popped a hole in it. It's almost brand new. So too. did you have a big flame? Oh, yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> but I'm cranking valves off. Hey, <laughs> Sunday when we were in here, I was a split second from running out and getting a uh, um, a uh, fire extinguisher. extinguisher. But yours was empty. <laughs> so he says, he says, uh, I said, don't okay. worry about it. it was I okay. said, hey, Brian, I turned this on like you showed me, but it's not. And he goes, oh, you got to turn it up a little bit. And then he goes, poof. And he said, shoom. And it like. But it only lasts about up. a second, then it's gone. <laughs> yeah, it lit up. And it, it was a little bit more than a second. Maybe a second and a half. And then it, it was, was like. It's like it was your arm. It's, it's like your arm hair over a fire fire that you were trying to roast. And then he goes, my, the hair on my palms even burned off. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Thank God. Wow. Oh, man. So, anyway, so, yes, we had a couple fires in here, and we were heating shit I want to show what happens when you when you let it run. Yeah, what did you learn from this? We so learned, I, I learned showed them that it's that relatively safe outside of a, of a tent. Inside of a tent. Okay. So, okay. I, I will tell you one of the neatest things that I've seen, because you know when those canisters get cold, they run for poop, right? Right. I mean, Brian had a brilliant, and we're going to film this. You'll get to see it because we're going to film it. Yeah, it was really Brian good. had a perfect demonstration of it, and we'll do that on film. Amazing. It's like I've never seen it done that way before as a demo. So really neat. Um, it's night and day difference. I mean, the cold always, you, you gotta, it you, super sucks. When yeah, it's cold you, out, it just always runs right. poor. Yeah, canister Poorly. stoves are not good at high altitude. They're not good below freezing. Right. So if you're going to go high altitude or below freezing, always take the, unless you know the little trick that I do, um, take it. Unless See, you want, yeah. I've always been on the struggle bus. Try, try to heat them with the little, those little hand warmers. They don't, and have hold enough, they, they don't connect enough. No, that what your little deal was works really well, super yeah, well. The old accordion bowl and some hot water. Yeah, I grabbed my accordion bowl last night. <laughs> I made sure to throw it in the pack. Yeah, you can use any bowl. It's just the other ones a lot of times are too small for the big um, yeah. tanks. Well, and it's nice, too, because that, that uh, flares outward. So it holds more hot is water. Is it a collapsible? Is that what yeah. it is? Yep. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. They just fold up. You can get you can get REI has a set of three blue, red, and orange, and they're all the orange ones. Pretty good size. Yeah, that's the one I have is the orange blue. one. And yeah, that thing's 10, 12 years and, old. And mine's seven, eight years old. And I, I the blue one is perfect. It's a cup, and I use it all the time. You know, it's like it's it's uh, goes everywhere. And it, what I found, else I found it good if you got a little trickle of water and you need to get 
you can get that little cup in there. Yeah, and you want to have your cup. Your algae you, bottle. Yeah, you want to have your yeah. cup out fairly handy if you're going to be in an area with springs and bad bad water situ- yep. situations. Yep, it's because uh, you can a dip useful, it. When we came thing. off that goat mountain, I found one and I just sucked it right out of the mountain. It was tasted but, so but in good. General, we were it, so it, out of water. But in general, if you're going to go solo hunting, like I was talking to Brad about this when I came in, there's a little stove called the Nesbit stove. Esbit. Nesbit. Nes- Esbit. I or no, it's Esbit, isn't it? Esbit. And that was a little, had little white fuel tablets. And that was still, if I had to go out for a couple nights and I wasn't going to have breakfast hot and I was only going to make my mountain house, that was still the lightest, most effective. Not, well, it's not fast, but it takes between 8 and 11 minutes to, to boil enough water for one mountain house. And, that, it's, and that, that worked really well. The next thing that's really light is a little alcohol stove. But that takes, it doesn't, it's not any faster than an Esbit stove, and you got to take the fuel so it's heavier and you can spill it. And then the next thing up is if you want really lightweight, is a little pocket rocket like Brian had. But then if you're in heavy wind, so if you're in, inside your tent, you can do it. But if you're out in the wind, it'll blows it out. And then the mo- but they're not as effective. That pocket rocket, or but, the, but, jet they're, but they're not like really a jet nice. boiler. Totally different. Yeah. Uh, the pocket rocket loses more heat because you got the gap in there. Right. The reason the jet boil and those other ones are so effective, the flame is enclosed. And they and get so the, the, the baffles. The yeah, baffles. When well, it heats it up, it, yeah. it conducts the heat better. You don't have the heat loss between the pot, okay. pot and everything. What's the difference between baffles and fins? Similar. I think fins would be skinnier. Mm. Still like fins on a ra- radiator, right? But it's not really. It's more like a you know, whatever. To me, it looks like a baffle under. That's why I said baffle. Yeah, baffle fins, fins, either yeah. one. Yeah. But so it conduct. It ha- gives you more heat surface area, and, and they're typically made out of titanium. And titanium is a bit or aluminum, and aluminum. The, the best conductor of heat is brass or copper, and then you get aluminum, then you get st- titanium, and then stainless steel is the worst. But stainless steel is the toughest. So if you're going to get a pot to cook over an open fire all the time like that, I would always recommend stainless. You don't ruin it. It just blackens it. You you take p- titanium and stuff in it. It's not as good, and it's for sure aluminum screws it up. Well, that little pocket rocket would heat up a tent pretty fast. Oh, yeah. That's oh. a nice, for the, all the room that it takes up, it's it's a super nice yeah, little thing but, to have. But MSR makes what they call a, a, um, a wind stove. It also comes with a one-liter pot. I and, saw that. And that is, in my opinion, better and stronger than a jet boil. The jet boil is great, and there's nothing wrong with it. The nice thing about the jet boil, it has a little igni- igniter. Well, and you can, none and of has mine work. And it has the adapter with the uh, fold-out so you can actually cook um, you can actually cook something uh, on another pot, like a titanium. So if if you want to cook something besides just what the uh, the jet boil comes with, you can actually throw another kettle or pot on there and use it like a. You can cook it with a firing pan. So the jet boil has advantages. Strictly boiling water, strictly the fastest the MSR wind, wind stove, and then you can get the uh, MSR makes a bigger version of the wind stove. Um, I always forget the name of it. I haven't used it for a little while, but it comes, it, you can get a two liter pot with it. And that's good for like a group, like an outfitter guide. He'll take that and he can cook for two hunters or a guide and a packer. You, get, you got enough mountain house. You can cook for three mountain houses with one of those. It's called the MSR reactor stove. Mm. And I so it's a bigger, that. it's a I've bigger version. It's, of it's a, a, it looks just like the jet boil. Yep, and then the nice that. thing about the MSR whisper light though, I can, we can, like we're in Kyrgyzstan, the guys will pack like a one gallon pot or more like a six liter pot, you know? And so if we got six guys, I can throw that thing on that thing, and we got hot water because you're using a horse. And that's what those stoves are a huge advantage. If you got bigger groups of people and then the cold weather, um, because then the butane, traveling with a butane is a hassle, and you go to a country, you may not get butane. Mm -hmm. And so you can always get fuel of some kind, and that's the advantage of the multi-fuel stoves like Brad's, where if you're going on your own hunt, 
in the continental United States or something you don't need to travel and fly, you got your isobutane. You want to fly internationally, and let's say they take away your canisters. Um, sometimes they'll fly with canisters, and sometimes guys will, they, the airlines will catch it. Um, then you can get your fuel. You buy your fuel there or just grab it from the, the guider outfitter. So there's advantage to either one. So extreme stuff, I use the multi-fuel stoves. Uh, easier stuff, isobutane, way nicer, cleaner, safer. So then just kind of going around the table, Brad. And cleaner, too. Like, just talk about which stove you had again, Brad, and the pros, the what you like about it, and well, you, of the I, I three, used, which one did I you prefer? I used to have the Whisper Light, but I couldn't. I can't find it. So I bought a new one, and I just switched to the this it's Optimus a, it's, In my opinion, it's the best one I've seen all around, and I've used about everything out there. And so the, I would say Brad's is as good as anything. That's the Optimus? Optimus Polaris. Polaris, and then yeah. and then I just bought think a of Optimus Prime like the Transformer. Yeah, it I bought kind of transform. Or the snowmobile Polaris that created an yeah. Optimus line. So I bu- and then I bought a little quiet. What's it called that thing is called a quiet cat. It's a quiet stove or quiet cat yeah. or something like that. And it's and it's it's just kind of the flame diffuser that goes inside of it. It's, it's, it's like worth either, it's like steel or brass depending. It, mine's on the bronze, I think, and it's he- but it's heavy. You know, I mean, it adds. It adds way more weight than the diffuser mm-hmm. that comes with. But again, it. if you're going to cook a lot, th- those are a lot of weight in the. But it fuel. makes it a whole different. It makes yeah. it a whole different stove. I liked it. I, I mean, it's, it's not even. Having. It's not even the same. That's why we came up and did this demo to see how it all worked. Which you one did you? Which one did you like best, Brian? Um, I liked his, not the one I bought. I mean, I, I, I guess yours is better for simple. what we do internationally. His yeah. is better for all around. Yeah, I, I think the one I bought was simple. I'm not disappointed in it. But um, what's better about it? About his. Mm-hmm. Um, for one, I'm not going to use an isobutane, so I don't need that. Right. It's slightly lighter. It's easier to clean. Um, and it, it's just, it's, it's less, it's more dummy proof. It has less moving parts. And I know how to do the valves and, and replace those. Those MSR comes with, you can get a little red kit. Right. And I've never rebuilt yours, it so I don't know. It came with a red kit. But that's a small, that's the basic one. You can oh, get an advanced it? red kit for like totally rebuilding the entire thing. So I know how to rebuild one of those things. Right. So for, if I'm going to leave it as a gift or a tip, I will definitely leave Brian's because it's a $100, $80 stove versus a $160 stove. Oh, so m- how much is yeah. yours? I, I, I think mine was 160 No. It not, with, with all the bottles and everything added on, yes. But just an international whisper light, about 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. used to be able to get them for 60 or 70 uh, You know what? I... I a lot of the jet boils or the, the reactors are, are super now. nice, though. They're a super nice stove. We use those a ton. I mean, they take up. They're the size of an algae. You can put your you can put your propane canister or canister inside it, and they're worth having too. I think. I mean, they're they're yeah. super nice. You know, even when we're in a blind, I used to bring you know some Mountain House or whatever, and it was real easy. Fifty one bucks on Amazon. Yeah. So anyway, it doesn't matter. That's what it was on Amazon is about 150 bucks. I was going to say if they were 100 bucks, I got taken advantage of, man. Um, too yeah, they've now. really came up in price. I haven't bought one for two years. So what I would say from my perspective, um, I, I enjoyed the, I, enjoyed the uh, I guess, getting them all laid out and being able to look at the components of each one and how they worked and how they operated, how they lit, and what they, how they performed. And so if you had to go... Um, by simplicity of lighting, um, distribution of heat, and um, applicable to what I was doing, I would buy his over mine. His being Brad's. His being Brad's, the Optimus Polaris. Polaris. Makes sense? Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. Um, I'm not disappointed in mine, 151 bucks. They're cousins. I, 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 would you say that's fair? I mean, I, I would say so. They have a different burner. 
Um, I think mine's more finicky at the low end. It doesn't want to simmer like his simmer. Well, it doesn't. It's not designed to simmer. Yeah. You need the two. In order to get a stove to simmer, you actually have the valve that goes to the pump, which is what Brad does. And then he also has a valve that goes to the stove. So you got two. You got one that's on and one that's high and low. Yeah. And, I, and yours and is, I got it's yours, nice. is a, yours is a blaster. There's MSR International, XGK. They're designed for burning crappy fuel anywhere in the world, and you can fix them in the field. Brad's probably would more likely to clog up with dirty fuel, and that's what they found with the Primus that I had. They mm. were trying to burn fuel, and it was getting dirtier. Yeah, his was more refined in the fact that there's better engineering. He has a magnet that goes under it that pops the seat up and down. Instead you know of a little you, shaker you know, pin. You know what you do with the one I bought? Rattle, rattle, rattle. <laughs> Throw well, it in the bag you, and go. You can shake it, and then eventually you can take the cable. It actually has a built-in cable inside that you use to clean the inside of the line if it has buildup in it. And so the Primus, Brian, that you had, Brian Martin, that one you've had for a it's long time. A, it's an older version, I would say, of what Brad has. With, was not a, It's the same features, basically. They're but, all but it's three not, it's not as super good. So, similar. for example, my stove, I've had it for 10, 12 years, and it had a rating of 4.3 on Amazon, and Brad's had a rating of 4.8. And I think yours had a rating of 4.8. Yeah. And so, so, like, this little wind stove has a rating of at least 4.8. Uh, it's it's better than the, the jet boil if you just want to boil water, but the jet boil has features if you want to do every other things. Well, yeah. I think the jet boil also what they did is they market this package where you yeah. shove everything down inside it has an insulated thing, a handle, koozie. The, the, the uh, so yeah. so it has all these these little attributes to it that make it super simple and and easy to use. Yeah, so, a long time ago, you know, it was what you heard of. I, you know, I guess it actually I, it actually has a better name. Who remembers the MSR wind stove? No, no, Jet, Jet Boil, right? Yeah, it's easy to remember. Yep, mm -hmm. it's like AOC, easy to remember. So if you were going international, you would say take the Jet Boil, Brian. Well, the, no, no, because no, no, you can't get no. the canisters. Okay, so I thought I heard you say that. That's why I wanted to ask. No, no, no. I that, thought I heard you so say he that. So he said the Whisper Light, the one I got, that is the you take that, or, and yeah. you can burn any fuel. And, and if and if you're going to use it yourself and not leave as a gift, then Brad stove would be the one I would go with. Still, it's nice because you can do everything. Oh, okay. So I'm looking here. The wind stove has a rating of 1.8. I mean, sorry, 4.8, which is super high. What is the what is the jet boil? It's uh, got to have. I'm going to get that. It'll be a little less. Yeah, it's not as durable. You know, I've never had one blow up, but I'm told that you can melt the fins and all that stuff. Or I've seen it. Yeah, I've not ever had. And I mean, uh, but Prol probably hates them. Yeah. Well, he's finicky though too. He also thinks three three eight are too small. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff, if you're listening, there was from one guy to another. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Well, you did you find that? Uh, so it's four point seven. Four point seven. So it's still got a great rating. Yeah. No, so, so that I would say the wind stove probably boils water probably five to ten percent faster, but not significant. And it has more metal. I don't parts. think you're gonna go wrong with any of them. Right. They're all I good. Uh, here's a, here's what I would tell you. If you're gonna go on some crappy place in the world, get an extra pump or take two stoves because the pump I've seen fail. I very see seldom see the stove itself fail, but I've seen the pump fail and I've seen the burner fail on the reactor and these. So you don't need to take an extra pot, but if you're really going in a crappy place and that's just the only thing you have and there's not firewood, I would take another pump. And um, a whisper light. For the whisper light or for Brad stove, I would take a second pump because you can rebuild them, but sometimes it's hard in the field when it's cold. Yeah. Or for the MSR um, reactor or the wind stove or the jet boil, I would take, you don't need the pot, I would just take the, the device that you screw onto the tank, the burner. 
and then you got to back up. Yeah, that's because it's very and, and, very low odds of the of the. If you crush the um, the the tank, tank, not the tank, but the um, the canister, cup. yeah, the thing itself, you probably really screwed up, and you're probably not going to be. Yeah, and it wouldn't take much. What do those weigh? Five, six ounces. It wouldn't. They're, they're be, it wouldn't be hard. I and mean, you can I, order them separately. You can actually order like going because one of the biggest costs of this is the titanium pot. That's extremely expensive. The titanium pot I bought was expensive, but I, I for what it weighs but, and what I can but, cook but in. But I it, bet I you like, that thing was probably eighty dollars for that set. I think it was. Is yours a titanium or is it aluminum? No, it's titanium. Oh, it, nice. some of them are aluminum, some are titanium. And yours has non-stick, which is really nice. As long as you use plastic, but if you use the other thing is you take those long Lexan spoons or the long titanium spoons for eating Mountain House, so you don't get dirty fingers. Yep. Or you take your Mountain House bag and cut the top of it off with a Mine's razor blade. Mine's turquoise. I picked the most. Uh, Gross color you could find, so then I knew it was mine. Yeah. The long spoon, that is. The titanium spoon. Yeah. Yeah, so, whatever. Yeah. So but the titanium spoons are nice. They work. They're about like 10 or $12. So, yeah. So, so our little research here on Sunday, our little comparison, our little, um, I guess, layout strategy, boy playtime, Lindley would call it, um, was really good. That we was research. That wasn't play. We, we that was R&D. Yeah, R&D. Technically not really playtime. Burn, almost burning down the Yeah, I was going to say, it, we did have quite a flame in here, and this, this end safe. of the building had fire, open fire for an hour. So it was good. Um, and we tested it all, and we, we were, I guess we really did, I mean, like with your little, uh, that uh, cat. Quiet ball, cat. Or quiet cat. Um, it, I mean, we tested everything. Yeah, it, we didn't test how long it takes to boil water, but I have a pretty good idea. But you boiled water pretty fast. We just didn't time it. Oh, yeah, but I, I, I have a pretty good idea between which stove and which stove. I mean, there's just, I mean, definitely if you want to do it fast, the MSR reactor is still the fastest to boil water if, the, if it's warm. Yeah. Because it's big. I mean, the MSR reactor is a giant-sized jet boil. Right. And the wind stove is a, is a small jet boil. It's a standard jet boil. Well, the reason I have three jet boils I've figured out is because I have all the accessories, and it's easy to keep with one theme, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, I have the French press. I have the little thing. They have a little hanger that you hang it from the tent, and it's nice. It's, it like, going, it's going like with Remington-style action, so you got triggers that are yeah. the same trigger. So yeah. Different if, calibers, right? If I was starting over, I'd probably do the reactor because it's beefier, I but, guess. But, but, but you, you don't really need that big for just one or two dudes. Reactor is more of a working stove. My jet boils, I mean, not that I use it a ton, but I've used it, and it, it you know. And it's easy to remember. It's easy. Yeah. They're I, even, super even, easy. Even the I MSR like, reactor is hard to remember. I feel like it's so easy to sit in the buggy yeah. <laughs> and friggin' kick up something yeah. hot. They should know? name a stove like the Sasquatch, because I was going to really remember that, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. On that note, <laughs> exactly. All right. What's your stove name? Well, it's it was called the Sasquatch. It was a fun experiment. It's tall and black. It was it was a fun research and development, and uh, we're gonna we need to video it, bleep. We all decided that we should video this on how to light all three of them, um, how to manage all three of them, and, and how not to, and how not to, and then uh, also what what components to buy because if I was buying Brad's over mine, it's this much better from regulating it until you put on that quiet cat, then. It's like it distributes that flame, and but now you got a two hundred twenty-five dollar stove. No, 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 no. Mine was one hundred and seventy. But no. what was that little thing? The other one was oh, sixty bucks. Yeah, no, you're right. And then you got two bottles at twelve bucks or fifteen yeah. bucks a piece. You the got two hundred fifty dollars stove. I did spend some money. 
But, I mean, that's no, bucks. I understand. But 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 from a cooking standpoint, I, I could do more cooking and you know like. Well, you can actually cook. simmer. You can simmer bacon and cook eggs and everything on it and pancakes. You cook try and cook pancakes on MSR Whisper Light International XGK. It's either black or runny. And th- and that goes back to your point of being comfortable and having those comforts that you're exactly. used to. If at you home. want comfort, you don't go sheep hunting, but you try and do well, the efficiency. <laughs> no, no, I mean those little things that you yeah, can do, like a, a non burned yeah. pancake, can be a big deal. I right? bet, exactly. I bet, in your pack you have spices pack because when you shoot I do a all sheep, the time. Oh, you're I gonna you're gonna sprinkle some spices. I on have already steak seasoning right. already. Boom! I'm ready I mean, to rock and roll. so I mean, there, you don't have Bubba's steak seasoning. No. There's just some comforts that you want even on sheep hunting. But right? I did I did run a thing on Facebook and asking all our audience from the butcher shop uh, that we own here in Spearfish. I ask uh, um, what their favorite steak seasoning is, and I have a bunch of new ones that I am going to get in and try because I was like, I'm always up for trying. I like a crusted steak. I made a perfect one last night out of Elway's. So speaking Would of which, you give us a hint? Sounds like your that, underwear what out were the, the top two hunt? or three? Um, I'd be interested so, in that because so I, I do like my seasoning on my snake. So let's is see. it the standard of the old Montreal steak seasoning? Is that kind of the old trigger prime rib rub? Was it? That, in isn't there? that stuff have I, too much salt in it? I don't like. It. You know what? A lot of these have a lot of thyme in them, and I'm not. I'm not thyme big, or thyme. Uh, thyme, thyme, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think it's thyme. If you, put, if you, if you have too much thyme into your I, steak, I it'll be thyme. blackened. It's yeah. it's not thyme. It's no, spelled thyme, but it's thyme. But I but that's like potato potato whatever you want to call that's it. That's like shit. pterygoid um, and saying pterygoid. There's no pterygoid. Okay, so we have 14 places. comments. 14 right. comments. If it's a good cut of steak, you don't need anything. Keep it simple: salt, pepper, garlic, and fire. That's just boring. Sea salt and fresh ground pepper. Coarse salt, pepper basted with butter, thyme, and a little MSG. Boom. Rosemary. Why would, Add you, put little M- rosemary. Why would you put MSG? See, on and it? I'm not a huge uh-huh. rosemary fan either. Monosodium glutamate is a uh, um, MSG. It, yeah, right. But why would, you put, uh, why would you put no, that no, on no. a steak? Uh, what, what, it's a preservative, isn't it? Yeah, but you know what it's made of? Uh-uh. Mushrooms, right? Um, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Some of it's made with... Uh, yeah, it tastes good. Um, case, the Asians uh, sure do a good job making stuff with MSG. MSG and cat. So there was no Mon- real... I like Montreal steak, S&P. There, the meat choice, holy cow. That's the one I'm going to try. Oh, I'm sorry, meat church. Meat church, holy cow. I'm going to try that one. I've never tried that one. So that one was one. Oh. So there were 17 comments on it. and uh, Most of them it. were salt and pepper. But that was the picture. I didn't give them what I put on there. So um, that was the picture. What did you put on? Um, I, I can't tell you. on No, no oh. I put in Elway's. Oh, yeah. The I, was, I, was just, the, the I was just in Colorado. So my. Uh, that sounds like a bunch uh, of monks going naked favorite, to church. Uh, Lily and I's favorite waitress hooked us up. So that doesn't, that doesn't leave a good impression the, when I hear uh, the meat church. The meats, uh, the seasoning that you have, is it uh, pepper based or because you have some seasonings at the butcher shop? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's um, I that, haven't that, tried any of those. Yours are water based. No, our personal butcher shop that we bought with it, their mm-hmm. steak seasoning, super good. I, that's it? my second behind Elway's. Super good. It's in the dark can. Elway's might be referring oh, to John Elway's. It is. What's that? John Elway's. Mm-hmm. John Elway's has a steakhouse. Really good, in my opinion. I like um, it. So, yeah. So, anyway, there it is. That, that was our experiment, and it worked out. I don't think you can go wrong. And a bonus steak sauce I, I, seasoning yeah, mix. Exactly. I don't think you can go wrong by buying any one of them. Um, remember, what separates us from every other carnivore in the world is that we cook our meat. Oh. That w- that's what We cook food, and that's what makes us unique. That's why I thought well, this one experience was worse. One more trick. Yes. Very important. Yes. If you don't have a um, jet boil, you got to light your stove. And some of the airlines like to take your lighters from you. 
So I put lighters a couple of places in my check luggage where they won't find them. And I always carry one in my pocket. So when I get there, I always have at least one lighter. And worst case scenario is you take a little canister of waterproof matches or a little cheap matchbook, and then you can light your stuff. Because I've had times when you go there and you have a hard time finding a lighter. Do you throw a ferro rod in with your stuff? Um, no, but I do have some emergency fire starter. But so you always want some kind of a match that's not a, something something's not mechanical and something they won't throw away. Because I have had them go through and take lighters, so I, I I always put a two or three in throughout my pack. There's really low odds of them finding it all. I put a lighter in with my ammo and I had locked it on the way back from Canada once, and they cut my lock on the ammo and took. My lighter. You got to put your lighter in with <laughs> with. You, I put my lighter in like one of my little miscellaneous pouches with all everything. And they literally would have to spend, they get too frustrated. They get frustrated with me, I know. Because they said, we've <laughs> never had anybody carry I this much stuff to carry on. Anybody. I said, exactly. But I said, you know what? If you guys lose my bags, I'm fine. Well, you know what? It was a fun experiment. <laughs> it worked out. And uh, we're all better for it. And uh, you won't go wrong to go buy one. So get yourself one. I would experiment. No matter which one you buy, uh, start them four or five times before you run out and uh, um, go hunting. Don't start them in your tent the first couple yeah, of times. No, I wouldn't start it in my tent anyway, maybe other than the jet boil or that pocket rocket. So, all right. Hey, again, thank you for joining us. Head on over to Rolling Bones and check out our membership. We built them to be the best in the industry, and they start at 50 bucks a year, okay? So less than uh, Brad's cup of coffee a day or a week, uh, you can have a membership and a full-service concierge that will help you out no matter what you want to do, where you want to go, and how you want to hunt, okay? So here's another reminder. Subscribe to Hunt the World wherever you get your podcast. You'll find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, many other locations. Also, if you'd like, leave us a review. And uh, let us know what you're doing. Give us a topic or two. We would love to hear from you. Just go to roll, send us an email at info at rollingbonesoutfitters.com. Until next time, stay safe, be healthy, and happy hunting.